Hello, and welcome to the Three Will Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan, and today I have Khan Huang with me. I'm going to butcher your name. I apologize about that. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the first person to do that, right? That is correct. Okay, that is correct. Uh, Khan is a senior consultant. Got that right, too? That's correct. All right. I remember that from our first episode, which was, uh, I'm surprised you're back in this room again, that you're willing to, to, to come in here and do this again. I appreciate that, though. No problem. I wanted to do a follow-up. I know um, one of the things we were real excited about uh, was your experience with SharePoint migrations. And, and in particular, I know you've got some exposure to some of the different tools that are out there. And for this episode, I wanted to focus in on uh, Metalogic's uh, content matrix um, as a as a product. Can you get us started with just sort of a high level? What is what is the product? What does it do? What's its sweet spot? Okay, so there are many ways of doing migrations in SharePoint. Mm -hmm. um, if you're on premise, you know you can do uh, database attach, which don't require a tool. But um, if you go into SharePoint Online, mm -hmm. or if you're skipping versions, say sh migrating from SharePoint 2007 to SharePoint 2013, then you need to leverage a, um, a migration tool. Okay. So Content Matrix is a migration tool that basically points to the source mm -hmm. where the original site is, and then it points to the destination. Mm -hmm. And then with the configuration in between, it moves the data, the workflows, Okay. Um, from one environment to another. Okay, great. So it's a it's a it's a migration tool that um, allows you for, probably for I guess for more complex migrations you would use it as a as a as a product to do those migrations. That's right. Um, in the t describe to me what's typical. So you've used it on projects before in the past to help clients yes, I, migrate. Yes, I use on a, a number of projects okay. in the past to uh, help with migrations. Tell me what that, what does that look like? Do you, um, sort of the process of using a tool like Content Matrix, um, starting that project off, are you doing like something where you get a sort of a, an inventory of the environment first, just to sort of get a, a peek at it? To, can you use it to do that? Yeah, um, so when you point it to your source environment, uh -huh. it will display kind of a hierarchy of your site structures. Um, you know, different site collections, different subsites, your mm -hmm. list, your libraries, your actual documents inside your libraries. So you can see at a high level what your content layout would look like. Okay. And then you can pick and choose from which sites or which libraries you want to move or you want to move the entire site collection. Okay. Um, and then it's, it's pretty much drag and drop or, you know, you set up your path for the for the data flow and then you can even um, export it out as a script and then schedule it to run nice so you can do the the migration off hours okay that way you know you don't take up the bandwidth for the uh, for the network nice very nice so it sounds a little bit like um, I guess like you do a little analysis of what the environment is and then depending upon what type of migration, I've heard people use the term like lift and shift versus more of like a, I don't know what the alternative, like reorganizing your data. That'll, you probably have to work with clients to figure out what's the right approach for them to, to go after. Yeah, there are some companies that invest in the time upfront to go ahead and reorganize their structure for, mm -hmm. their, for the SharePoint data. 
and then they go in with a tool to to migrate mm -hmm. and then there are some companies that don't want to do a reorg because it disrupt the business okay so they'll just pick up everything move it over there and then they'll clean it up later okay and then before they go live before they release to users does it do anything how does um i guess with like people who have current links to the site and when they when it moves over to the new site how would you handle like remapping urls and stuff like that you can do redirections okay. um there are some uh intelligence built in that would it would do a um a link correction okay so if there's any hard-coded link it will try to correct that it's okay. not a it's not a hundred percent foolproof so okay. you know you want some some kind of verifications afterward but um you know generally you either reuse the url Mm -hmm. And um, that way, the users uh, feel like it's a seamless transition. Okay. Or you try to use the link correction tool and then verify manually and correct where where you can. Okay. And so then you um, you end up scheduling these over a time in which you won't impact, yeah, I guess, the business as far as the migration itself. Use a, those would you usually schedule it like on weekends or what would be the typical thing and would it could it were migrations would they typically take you know hours days what was a what was a typical migration like it depends on the size of the environment and okay. the amount of data you okay. would have um, larger companies uh, usually they would roll it out and do the migration in phases Mm -hmm. um, say HR department, they will do a migration one weekend, and then the next weekend they'll do IT and operations. Okay. Um, on smaller migrations that can be done either after hours or one of the weekends, that you know you would want to set your old environment on read only, like mm -hmm. Friday night, five p.m., six p.m., whenever business closed, mm -hmm. and then run the migration and then redirect the URL on Monday morning. Mm -hmm. That way, when users comes in on Monday morning, they'll It'll take them to the new site. Mm -hmm. Very nice. I know we've been using Content Matrix on a big project here that was even before you started here, where we did a lot of scripting and a lot of yeah. I think communications to to uh, site owners and lots of things along those lines. I know one of the things that seems to be key is once you've done the migration, is going through uh, you know either have a remediation or sort of a QA type of process that you're going through once it's been moved over. Is that that's a pretty common thing for you to go? Yeah, over. that's that's typical uh, for a migration. You want to come back and do verification, and generally we call it post migration cleanup. Okay. Um, there there are gonna be some custom. Uh, development that was put into a site or change of a master page or something like that and it will cause problems on a particular site mm -hmm. and you go through and verify and manually either fix it or do the, the migration for that particular site over um, make sure you have all your document counts correct okay uh, you know you got a hundred documents from the source library you want to make sure you have a hundred documents on the destination okay. so th there's there's quite a few post-migration activities that have to take place okay. before you can release it live. Very nice, very nice. Um, any, from using it across multiple projects, any sort of tips that you have maybe for someone, I wanted this episode sort of, uh, you know, keeping it at a high level just for someone who maybe started using Content Matrix that you would share with them. Yeah, so the best thing to do is planning. Okay. Um, you know, go in, see what you have, see what you want to migrate, mm -hmm. because 
you know, you want to communicate that to the user, make sure they are prepared for the new release, mm-hmm. that, you know, there's no interruptions in the business. Uh-huh. So the more you can understand about how much data and what type of data you, you have that you want to migrate, uh-huh. the better. That way you can plan for a successful migration. Very nice. And does it tell you, like, um, let's say if you're trying to do maybe a little bit of pruning, um, like how when the last time someone accessed this site or how it's sort of some analytics around some of the different sites Does it tell you give you any of that type of information at all? Content matrix doesn't do that um, Metalogix do have other tools. Okay that can provide that kind of statistics okay. on a site or a particular document or you know um, and you want to look at that you want to see high traffic areas uh-huh. and you want to see that way you can plan for, for business interruptions. Um, so the other tools we can we can talk about okay. it another okay. time. Good, okay, <laughs> Their next, our next episode we can talk about maybe some of those tools, that's awesome. So this is, that's a good point. This is a one of a series of tools from Metalogix for different purposes. And you've got some experience as well with some of those other yes. migration. Yes. Or are they all, my, they're, it sounds like they're, I guess from, the, from some of the materials, it's not just migration, it's other things as well. Yeah, like, con- uh, Content Matrix is just one of the tool from Metalogix, and, mm-hmm. and they have um, Control Point, and they have other tools that can do a, a wide variety of you know specific purposes for SharePoint. That's great. So this will give us a... Could maybe we'll do one on Control Point or whichever <laughs> one you wanted to do next. I just signed up for another podcast, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, you did. Maybe, maybe you did. Um, that's great. So some of the uh, resources that you used maybe to learn more about using it, was it just Googling and finding what people put out there or what were there any particular resources that you used? Quite um, you know, Content Matrix support. Uh, it does pretty well out of the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty easy to use, but uh, Metalogix has great support team. Uh-huh. They have forums. They have you know their their help section on their site. That's great. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I I always try to Google when I get stuck on something, mm-hmm. but you have to be careful with what you try. Mm-hmm. What, what you find on Google and just simply try it out. You yep. want to do this in a dev environment. You don't want to. You do this in a final production environment. I don't want this to become a comparison, but what? How does? What's the difference between? I know we've, you've probably used ShareGate quite a bit as well, mm-hmm. and AvPoint. Have you used AvPoint at all in the past? A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. What if? The, if you had to classify again, I'm not. You know, I, I just sort of at a high level for someone like me. How would you classify them as being different? the different products are they more suited towards different types of migrations or what would you say well um every tool is designed for migration purpose Mm -hmm. so they're all in the same class they will all move your documents your library your permissions sharegate to partner with nintex so Mm -hmm. if a a client has nintex workflows Mm -hmm. uh, they tend to lean toward sharegate because it's, it's supported natively but you know, Content Matrix support moving of workflows as well. Mm-hmm. It's um, you know the licensing is is different on each side. Yeah. So there's one advantage over the other mm-hmm. to go. Just depend on the amount of data. Yep. And your licensing. Okay. Um, configurations they're similar, but they, there's some advanced capability from from uh, one side versus the other. Okay. 
Yeah, no, for us, I think we ended up uh, using Content Matrix because some of the scripting stuff that you were mentioning earlier, because yeah. we had to really, and also they had something about some pipeline or something. <laughs> Tommy mentioned this, I think, on a past episode, but there was just, we felt like we were going to get the throughput, more of the throughput that we needed. And that was more looking at AvPoint versus MetaLogics. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, this is, it's funny. You, you, you may be on a project just like that large project where the client's going to ask us sort of which one do you lean towards and right. which, one, or which one would you say we should use for this project. Yeah, and that's where the planning would come in. You yeah. would take a look at your you know, environment, what you have, what you want to move, the amount of data, yeah. and then you would pick the, the tool based on the requirements. Yeah, very good, very good. Anything else that through the years that you picked up that if you were trying to give some advice maybe to someone starting out with this, with uh, content matrix that you'd give them? Um, there's one particular scenario that came to mind. Um, it, if you have Bamboo uh, Lookup Selector, okay. which is the cascading drop-down selections, um, that causes a little bit of issues back when I was using it to migrate 2007 to 2013 for okay. one of the clients uh -huh. because it, it's a custom columns that, you know, it required extra effort to make it work. Uh -huh. But uh, eventually we got it to work. It just a little bit, um, you know, more effort and time put okay. in. So, you know, if you have third-party solutions or yeah. customizations, you know, you want to look out for those and make sure you plan ahead and make sure you address them properly. Yeah. I think that always um, that's probably stopping right now a lot of folks from moving over to the cloud is because they've already got they've got third party web parts or mm -hmm. you know different products that they're relying upon. Even some of the products like Nintex, you know, this isn't about Nintex, but you know it does more stuff on prem versus in the cloud, and so waiting for the point in which it's it's right for you to make that move is keeps a lot of people on-prem right now it seems yeah. like and you want to make sure you know your your current environment is not using a deprecated feature in mm -hmm. the new environment yep. so you know the migration tool can only do so much but if the feature is not there in the new environment there's not much you can do about it so what's interesting is is this seems like what um, this migrations which we are we're definitely doing a lot of it as a hot topic right now for us we're trying to get people to move to to the cloud where there is no more mi migrations, right? right? So it's one of those things. It's a little bit like this is the final migration. It's, you know, you're moving people over for the last time. We're not going to have these three years cycles where you're going through these, you know, sometimes very painful migrations. Um, you looking forward to that day where everybody's moved over or you want to move on to different things or you really <laughs> enjoy this type of work? Um. I enjoy migrations, but you know, going to the cloud, it's new, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, it's less maintenance. Yeah. But the the customizations you have to do to get you back to you know equivalent of on-prem because there are some limitations with SharePoint Online. Yeah. But um, you know, it it, it won't be the last migration. I hope <laughs> <laughs> there'll be there'll be other works outside of migrations mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Well, I think we're still seeing, it, depending upon, especially with the, type, the the size of the clients that we're typically working with, they're really going hybrid. I mean, they're they're still having some on prem yeah. and some in the cloud, and and so therefore there will be some migration work for the on prem piece. Exactly. So I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Um, 
but uh, may not shed too many tears too when you know clients, smaller clients, have moved over, and we now maybe you can focus in on the Nintex workflow stuff a little bit more, and just sort of spread out to different types of activities. I know for us, it's funny we're we're more app dev, so we do a lot, we've in the past have done a lot of app dev, and this whole move shift over to the cloud has stopped people from doing a lot of app dev. Mm-hmm because they're trying the uncertainty of where do we build it what t- what type of app do we build and all that sort of stuff and I know Microsoft's prescribing certain things for us to do but in the meantime we're having to migrate and we're, we're really trying to get people over so that we can build these apps right and that's coming in a, it's still coming in a couple of years and so it's sort of the sweet spot for what a lot of people around here are looking forward to is the day that they are moved over to the cloud Right. And they are over. So I yeah. appreciate you helping us with getting this, helping clients make the move over. And thank you for taking the time today. I'll, we definitely have a follow-up uh, on some of the other Metalogix tools. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this, Con. Thank you. You betcha. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.